Happy new Healthy-ish year, listeners. Thank you for joining us on the Body and Soul podcast. Good Healthy-ish, of course. And as this ep drops on a Friday, our digital editor, Ashley Austin, joins me in the studio. But for the next couple of weeks, we're taking a bit of a different tact with our Friday episodes. We're going to pick some of the big health and wellness trends for the year. And today, and today we're focusing on nutritional trends. So here are our picks for what's going to be hot in 2024. Welcome back. Welcome back. 2024. We're ready. The the slate is clean. We're ready. I'm feeling energized and revived. Ready to hit the ground running. So before we get started, when it comes to your nutrition, because we're talking about, you know, the biggest trends for 2024, what's one tweak you want to make? So one tweak I want to make is really honing into that intuitive eating. So instead of realizing, oh shit, it's January time to go keto or paleo or vegan. No, I'm just really trying to stay the course and continue to tune in to my body, my hunger signals and not jump on a bandwagon. I like it. What's yours? Mine is plants, plants and more plants or plants, however you want to say it. I just, I mean, I just want to eat more of them. Yeah. Instead of reaching for packet of pretzels or something, just reach for the apple, put, pack more into my meals at night. Yeah, more greens. Yeah, just more plants, I think. Great. And good cost of living. Exactly. Yeah. Need my own garden. Yeah. Let me uh, share with you one, well, tip, mm. a trend that I think is going to take off. I mean, it's around already, but, it, it, you know, this year it's going to blow up. Well, I predict anyway. It's called Nutrigenomics. Have okay. You heard about this? No, I have not. Well, it's a really exciting area of nutritional science. It's, it's kind of the net, you know, you know how when we were at Women's Health, we talked a lot about high and low GI foods, yep. things that can spike your energy, things that can give you longer lasting energy. Well, it's kind of the next step on from that. So I think we're going to hear a lot more of this word, nutrigenomics, say it three times. It's tricky. <laughs> it's tricky. So basically it's personalized nutrition. So nutrigenomics is a study of how individual genetics interact with nutrients. Mm. So basically you eat a banana, I eat a banana, actually hate bananas, I don't know why I use this example, but anyway, it was an easy one. (laughs) And our bodies respond differently. Yeah. So we metabolise, absorb and excrete things differently and it means that we might have different nutritional requirements. I mean, it's a really interesting area of nutrition and we don't know much about it yet but Mm. it's basically how your gene sequencing reacts to nutrients in your body we're 99 percent the same you and i but it's the 0.1 percent difference that determines how we respond to the world around us sounds like an instagram meme doesn't it it totally (laughs) does so i just feel like we're gonna we're hearing more about personalized nutrition there's more talk and accessibility of of tailored diets based on genetic information. I think mm. this will just, well, I don't know if it will blow. It just, it, there'll just be more knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. And, and accessibility to these diets, helping individuals make the best dietary choices. I mean, it's really biohacking for the masses. Yeah. And it no longer works just to jump on the low carb bandwagon. If that's not what your body responds to, you exactly. won't get good results and then you'll be in a funk come February. Exactly. And so, and look, I think we can probably do this for ourselves. And many of us mm. do where we try different things, see if they work, they don't, 
okay, you know, I went vegetarian, that didn't work for me. So we kind of do it to a degree anyway, but I Mm. think there'll be, well, I'm hoping there'll be more plans to help us. Excellent. Watch this space. Anyway, what are you tipping? Yes. So off the back of your 2024 nutrition goal, I predict there'll be more plant-based proteins. So, you know, the cost of living crisis is set to continue and animal proteins are arguably one of the more expensive items in our trolley. So I think people are going to be adopting more plant-based diets, um, whether that's flexitarian or full vegetarian. Uh, This year we saw a really sharp increase in people purchasing plant-based foods and these protein alternatives in the meat and dairy. And the market value of plant-based meat worldwide was estimated to be worth $15 billion this year. And the figure is estimated to steadily increase to reach roughly $50 billion in 2027. Goodness. It's a lot Big. of, yeah, that's a lot of, uh, lot of money there. So cost of side, cost aside, I think people are also going to be reducing their intake of red meat, you know, to improve their health mm. and lower the risk of heart disease and diabetes as well as reducing their environmental footprint. You know, I also think protein. I feel like yeah. a lot more people are talking about, I'm, I'm totally digressing here, but they're talking about protein as a, as a something we need more of and it's just a word. Absolutely. I'm, I'm hearing a lot more. Anyway, and carry on. I mean, <laughs> most of us are eating chickpeas and if you are looking for more plant-based proteins, it's more of those legumes and things like that that we're dosing up on. But according to research, we're set to see an expanding range of novel proteins like edible insects on shelves and on menus. So the CSIRO estimates the global edible insect industry is growing fast and the worldwide market worth is around $1.4 billion. Yeah. You, I, actually, that doesn't surprise me because I think I wrote a story a couple of years ago on when these things were like – it's it grasshoppers. Yes, it's crickets, grasshoppers, crickets, yeah. all different I insects. I have actually eaten crickets, but like the good? cricket powder. Yeah, oh, you couldn't even really taste it. Yeah, and it chucked in a smoothie yeah, for an and, extra bit of protein. And um, yeah, I, it was fine. Yeah, yeah. Kale, I think it's definitely a space to watch these are uh, these different types of proteins. Okay, just quickly before we go, I'll give you one more hot nutrition trend right. for this year. I think, well, I feel we're going to see a lot more gut-friendly foods and drinks. They'll have their moment in the marketing sun. Another hot area of science, of course, is gut health. Yes. And even in my three years of hosting this podcast, it's moved at lightning speeds, although the people I interview say it doesn't. This research can take 10 years, but it feels like we're just getting weekly new pioneering research on gut health. Um, This year, I think we can anticipate a surge in microbiome-friendly foods and drinks. Now, I know there are some out there, but I think I feel like we're just going to get more stamps and dinkuses on cans, yogurts, fortified. You know, this will be formulated to provide a balanced gut microbiome, contributing to obviously improved digestion, immunity, and overall well-being. So, if I was in the business of food, I'd be launching an array of products that cater to gut health. Gut health. Yeah. You know, yogurt, fermented foods, kefir, sauerkraut, and kimchi. Yum. All the good stuff. Exactly. I've also got a stat for you. Oh, yes? There is a global digestive health market. Oh. Yeah, who knew, right? And in 2021, its size would, was valued at $38.8 billion. Whoa. By 2031, so in 10 years, it's tipped to be $90.2 billion. Okay, that's a lot of yeah. 
a lot of gut-friendly foods yeah. and powders and potions out there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, watch this space. Great. Ash, see you next week. Enjoy the summer. Bye. Well, feel free to agree or disagree with us. I'd love to hear from you. Make sure you DM me at Felicity Harley or leave a note. You can rate and review this podcast. Oh, go on. I'd love to hear from you. You can agree or disagree with me or share things with us. We love hearing from you. Just DM me at Felicity Harley. If you have anything else to say, make sure you rate and review this episode or subscribe to this podcast, of course. For anything else, head to bodyandsoul.com.au. Follow us on socials and lastly, thanks for listening and until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.